What's up? Welcome back. I took last Monday off, but I told you I wasn't taking last Monday off. I told you I'm going to wake up in a hotel room filled with flaming hot Cheetos all over the bed. Is that what happened? Is that how my Valentine's date went? Waking up with flaming hot Cheetos over the bed? Rocky's dream? Is that what happened? Want to get straight into it? You want to know how it went? I tell you what. I'll tell you how it went, but I don't want to get into food details. I've been in a lot of DMs, a lot of messages, a lot of text messages from my friends and want to know how it went. Am I still talking to her? Am I over her? Is she over me? Well, let's be honest. Nobody asked if she's over me. Because who in the hell gets over Rocky Nash? Honestly. <laughs> so they asked me if I was over her. And let me get into that. Let's just start it off real quick. Let's go right into it because I know you guys want to know what happened. So here how it went. As I said before, I got a nice hotel room at the beach, on the beach, Huntington Beach, all by the bars, Sharkies, Hurricanes, Main Street, all of it. I made reservations for dinner for two at a nice restaurant right there on the beach, by the beach, by the bars, by the hotel. It's all making sense. Rocky Nash, you outdone yourself this time, my boy. You outdone yourself. A nice hotel room by the beach. A nice restaurant by the beach. Bar hopping by the beach. What could go wrong? What could absolutely go wrong? It's all planned out perfectly. Ain't that what happens when you plan something out really good and like something always goes wrong, right? Something always messes, messes up. It's never as good as you plan it. For most of us, we could say that. So as I plan this and she agrees to all this, I'm going, okay. It sounds good on paper. It looks good on paper. But is it going to plan out this way? I tell her, just drive to my parents' house. We'll take my car. And we'll go over there. It's better than taking two cars. She says, fine. I'll meet you at your parent house. Give me the address. Give her the address. I'm all ready. My bags are packed. Car's clean. I got my expensive Axe spray on. They've done got the good Axe spray. I smell good right of the time, it I'm ready to pull up. Every time. My mom's right there. My sister's there. My dad's there. Everybody, everybody's at home right now. Everybody's at home. They know I have a big date coming up. They know that. They all listen to the podcast. They know what time it is. They're nosy as fuck anyways, to be honest. So I'm ready. My bags are by the door. I'm just ready for the text message. Hey, babe, I'm here. I'm ready for that. I'm waiting for that. She calls me. She goes, hey, I think I'm here. I'm in front. Okay, cool. I'll be outside right now. Give me one second. I'm going. I get my bag. All right, guys. See you guys later. Creeping out. Just leaving. I'm trying to meet her in front. So we just jump in my car and just bounce. My parents, my sister, everybody, everybody's acting like it's the fucking prom. Like this is my prom date. 
Like, they want to take pictures and all this weird shit. So, I, I know how they are. I know how they behave. So, I'm trying to sneak out of the house. Because I know they're going to overdo it like idiots. So, I'm walking out of the house. Guess who's behind me? Follow me like a freaking tail, like my shadow. My mom. She's following me. I'm like, where are you going, lady? What do you want? She goes, I want to see who your date is. I want to see who you're talking to. I go, no. Like, go back inside the house. This is freaking embarrassing. Like, just come on. Give me give me a break. She goes, no, I want to meet her. I was like, what the fuck? So she's following me outside. And then my little nephew, uh, my little nephew follows me outside too. He's a no. He's only five years old, but he's the nosiest kid that you'll ever meet in your life. Promise you, he's nosy, she's mosel, all that stuff. So we're outside. She's outside, and my mom goes, "Oh hi!" And she's like, "Hey!" I was like, "Oh god, this is so stupid." Meanwhile, my nephew's in the driveway doing cartwheels and push-ups and Cobra Kai karate shit. He's trying to impress her, cop blocking little fucker. Like she's like she's my date, fool. Like back the fuck up. Nobody wants to see your karate moves, Cobra Kai guy. Back the fuck up. Yeah, you're caught blocking big time. Cause I'm not about to do no car within a driveway. So you're overdoing it. So she comes out of the car and she has roses. Two roses. So I'm like, oh cool. Like, like she brought me roses. Like she didn't have to bring me roses again. Like you sent me roses to my work. By the way, it was super embarrassing, but I loved it. So damn, like she brought me roses again. Two pair of roses or two dozen of roses. You don't say two pair, right? Two dozen of roses. So, oh, I brought you roses. So she gives one rose to my, my mom and the other one to my sister. So I got your mom and your sister some roses. I go, oh, fuck, like super dope. So I'm always talking for a little bit. I'm okay, like we got to leave. And then my dad comes outside. And my dad, for whatever reason, no matter where he drives to, it could be the corner, it could be the Vegas, it could be the Colorado. Wherever he drives to, my dad is one of those guys who has to know how fast you got there. How many miles is it? And how long did it take you to get there? Hey, where are you coming from? She's all, I'm coming from here. How long did it take you to get here? How many miles is it? Like, who gives, like, who cares, dad? Who cares how, how long it took her to get here? And how many miles is it? That makes no sense what you're asking her right now. It's the dumbest thing in the world, I promise you. So they're doing a little small talk. Okay, guys, we, we got to leave. Like, it's not my prom date. They're acting like it's my prom date. It's super embarrassing. Finally, open a car door for her. She gets in. We're on our way. We're on our way to our Valentine's. And this time's be a little different. Because look it. The first time we met up, it was for my birthday at a bar. A lot of my friends are there. It just, it was a, it was a cool atmosphere to be in. But you got to understand, during my birthday, I look like, not that I'm not, but I look like I'm the man. It's my birthday, so all eyes are on me. I'm getting treated good. Not that I don't get treated good anyways, but it's my birthday. When it's your birthday, you feel extra special and people make you feel extra special. So the first time we chilled, it was on my birthday. So obviously I look super cool. Not that I'm not cool, but I look extra super duper cool. We chilled, had a good time. Vibes were amazing, drinking and so on and so on. Getting to my point. This time we're chilling alone. Just me and her by ourselves. There's nobody there to pump me up. Nobody to gas me up. Just me and her one-on-one conversation. Not even bar conversation. Just some adult conversation. 
So this is the test to see if I really like her or if she really likes me. This is the test. On the way up there was a good talk. Good conversation. Never dull moment. Went to Starbucks. She got her drink. I got my drink. And let me tell you something. If you ever go in a car with a girl for the first couple times to make it not awkward, it's always good to get coffee or energy drink, Starbucks, whatever it is, so you're both caffeined up and a conversation is good. It's never an awkward moment. You're very talkative. So we go to Starbucks first. We get our drinks. Both blabbermouth. Let's talk our way. We talked the whole way up there. It was amazing. It's time to check in. We pull up to the hotel. The hotel is nice. It's amazing. It's beautiful. It's a nice ass classy hotel on the beach. She's excited. She's impressed. I can tell. She gets my chin and looks me straight in the eye. And she tells me, I'm going to fuck you hard in this bomb ass hotel rock daddy I'm like what <laughs> um, that didn't happen at all not even a little bit we pull up to the hotel we check in and we go to our room so we go upstairs open up the door the room's pretty nice great view nice balcony she's impressed she grabs me right by the chin, looks me straight in the eye, and tells me, I'm going to fuck you so hard on this balcony, rock daddy. <laughs> okay, I promise you I'm fucking done. That didn't happen either. I'm making it. I'm trying to make the story better, guys. Fuck. Like, let me be. Let me fucking exaggerate a little bit. Jesus. So, anyways, we'll be right back at the small commercial break. Let me give you some dating advice. Are you looking for a special place for a special person for a special date? Well, take them to Garden Bar and Grill located in La Habra and Pico Rivera. Good food, good service. Be there. So we get dressed. We go to the restaurant. Walking distance. We get there. There's no wait. The Rock made reservations. I'm a smart dude. We get there, the food was good. Her salmon tasted bomb. Hey ho! <laughs> she ordered salmon, I ordered enchiladas. They were both good. It was good food, good service. Good food, good service. Be there. <laughs> that sounds familiar as fuck, huh? What the fuck? That should be a commercial for them. <laughs> Anyways, check this out. We're ready to go. Need the bill. Check, please. He comes, brings our bill. Get my bank card. Hey, Barry, right back. I'm going to freshen up before we hit the bars. Okay, cool. Go to the bathroom, freshen up, come back. Card's gone. I'm okay. Let's just wait for him to bring my card back so I can sign and we can leave. She goes, no, it's already paid for. I go, how's it paid for? I didn't fucking sign shit. I didn't leave a tip. I didn't do any of that. Where's my bank card? I have your bank card. Why do you have my bank card for? I pay for it. I go, what the fuck you mean you paid for it? So I pay for it. Like, you pay for the room and everything. I can at least buy dinner. No, 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 no. Babe, let me pay for it. You're my Valentine's. It's on me. I got it. What are you doing? 
So I don't think so. You're not paying for it. I'm paying for it. It's already done. Let's go. She's kind of aggressive sometimes. I'm not going to lie to you. I was impressed. I got her by the chin. I look her dead in the eyes. And I tell her, I'm going to fuck the shit out of you. Mommy. <laughs> that didn't happen either, but I was impressed. It was cool. So we head to Main Street. It's a street filled with bars, hurricanes, sharkies, all the big bars are there. It's somewhere you go any day and it's cracking. The vibe is always good there. But that Sunday, that was not the case. I don't know if they have a rule or a law going on right now where they can't have entertainment or they can't have DJs or no music. But every bar was open, but nobody had music. So the vibe and the mood was all off. It was awkward almost. Like we thought we we're going to drink, listen to some good music and just party all night. Bar hop, bar hop, bar hop. Getting all faded. Stumble to our room at nighttime. That's what we thought. But there was no music, so it was kind of awkward. We had a few drinks at a bar and had a good conversation because she likes to people watch. Like, I like to people watch and just talk shit about people. Pretty amazing, pretty Christian to me, I know. But that's what we did. But at the point where we are like, okay, we're not going to be here all night because it was early. It was probably like 6 o'clock. And there was no way we're going to drink outside with no music all freaking night. But I remember when we checked in, the hotel people told us that they were having a live concert. So I tell her, you want to go back to the hotel and watch the concert? She's like, yeah, sure. That sounds cool. I mean, at this point, she's up for anything, I think. She's a gamer. She's down. Not going to lie to you. I was somewhat nervous at this point because I go, shit, the vibe's all fucked up now. It's a weird kind of vibe going on, even though we're getting along very well. I had all my apples at the bar hopping. That was the main plan. Bar hop, get fucked up, stumble into our rooms. That was my genius fucking plan. So at this point, I'm kind of worried. Go, fuck, I hope the whole night's not dead. I got to figure something out. So I'm hoping that this concert is good. I'm hoping that the vibe is back on. On the way back to the hotel, to the liquor store. Stop by. Get a 12 pack of White Claws. Get some snacks. We're ready for the concert. Now the main plan is the concert now. Please concert do not let me down. Get to the hotel. Concert setting up. We're, we're right there on the balcony. Our balcony. Where we are in the balcony. We have the best seats. In the freaking whole hotel. Trust me on this one. Contra starts. We're drinking. The music's good. Shout out Olivia. I think Olivia is the main singer for that group. She's a dope person. New Instagram friends. They're playing this music. Dope music. Love music. Soft rock. The vibe's back on, guys. The vibe is back on. Drinking. We're smoking. We both put our sweats on. Both put our slides on. Hoodies. We're comfortable. We're on the balcony. It's a big balcony. The vibe is perfect. She's like, come here. Go over there. She grabs me by the chin. She looks me straight in the eye. <laughs> no, that didn't happen either. But you know what did happen? I went over there. 
we slow danced. We were slow dancing the whole night, kissing each other on a balcony, live music in the background. To be honest, we were in bed and knocked out by 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. We were done. We are right back. Music break. I've never been an animal lover. I always made fun of people that I called their dogs or kids. It's never been my thing. I don't really care for animals. I've just been that way forever. Maybe since I was a little kid, I got bit in the face on the nose by a dog. So I always felt some type of way about animals and especially dogs. I always had debates with Steph Lover and High Tone about how you can call your, your dog your kid. It makes no sense to me. It's kind of weird. I always had a conversation debate with them. With a lot of my friends that have dogs and call them, they call their pets their kids. This past week, High Tone and Steph Lover's dog passed away, Popeye. They had Popeye for about 12 years, a pit bull. And most people will have a certain stereotype about pit bulls. A bad, a bad stereotype. Pit bulls have bad reputations. But High Tone and Steph proved everybody wrong that pit bulls were good dogs. As a matter of fact, their pit bull was a house dog. Big old scary looking pit bull, but a house dog. A nice dog. High Tone and Steph dog passed away this week. Popeye. Had him for about 12 years. They're sad. They're devastated. I remember me and Steph will argue. Argue a lot. About this. At one time we got into it. We're just, it was a crazy debate. We got into it. I'm like, how are you going to call your dog your kid? It makes no sense, Steph. And we start having a big old argument about it. And then she starts crying. She starts crying, tears in her eyes and everything. She tells me, Rocky, you, have, you don't understand. You don't understand. I love my dog so much. I'll do anything for my dog. She's crying. And I go, okay, Steph, it's, like, I apologize. It's cool. Like, I kick it. Right there, I knew never bring that, never bring that subject and that topic up to her again. Because that means more to her than it does to me, that debate. I know that she was genuine and that she was telling the truth how she thought about her dogs. She loved her dogs. Their dog passed away. Like I said, she's sad. Super sad. And I know that their love for their dog Popeye was real. It was real love. So I know that their pain they're going through, the sadness they're going through, the grief they're going through, I know that's real. It is real. Who am I to say how much somebody could love something? How much somebody could love their dog? How somebody could love their cat? How somebody could love any of their animals? Love is infinity. Love doesn't have a limit. Love doesn't run out. 
High Tone Steph, this song I'm going to play for you is dedicated for you guys. It's by Chris Stapleton. It's called Maggie. It's about his dog and how much he loved his dog. It's a great song. I hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Nashville Episode 20. I can't believe we got 20 episodes in already. Everybody have a great weekend. Let me tell you a story about an old friend of mine. Somebody left her in a shopping cart In a parking lot for us to find Just a fuzzy black pup She was hungry and feeling alone We put her in the backseat Told her we were taking her home Run, Maggie, run With the heart of a rebel child later we moved out on the farm she followed those kids around yes she kept them safe from harm and she loved to chase squirrels and playing out in the snow she'd take off like a bullet man you should have seen her go As we buried her on the hill I never knew me a better dog And I guess I never will